Stockholm Syndrome? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Curious George, by H.A. Ray, published by Houghton Mifflin Company. Today we review the Ridge Curious George. Some would say it's the one that started it all, but Curious George made his first appearance in the 1939 novel Cecily G. and the Nine Monkeys. That one looks real good, so we'll have to get our hands on that one down the line. I have to give a warning before we get started. Hufflin Mifflin Harcourt has released more books since the passing of H.A. Ray that are written by other authors. And I was completely duped by this on a previous book we reviewed, called Curious George Goes to the Zoo. It says, illustrated in the style of H.A. Ray. It was highly disappointing when I thought I was getting the real deal. Now let's get on to reviewing the Ridge, the one published all the way back in 1941. Curious George is a tale about a monkey found in Africa by a man in a yellow hat. The man takes George back with him to a big city to give him a debatably nice home in a zoo. While under the man's care, George is allowed to roam free and antics ensue. George can't seem to stay out of trouble. Will this little monkey make it to the zoo alive? Well, I hope you have all your required shots because we're going to Africa and back again. The story begins introducing George in Africa. He's hanging from a tree throating a banana, just living his best life, and the story claims he's curious. I bet. Soon after you're introduced, the man in the yellow hat shows up and sees George. He says, quote, What a nice little monkey, he thought. I would like to take him home with me. End quote. That's not exactly thinking it through. Does he know the first thing about taking care of a wild monkey? This is like those people who get exotic pets, then they realize they can't raise them, so they end up dumping them in the Florida Everglades. Just get a dog. So the man lays a trap for George, leaving his hat on the ground. George, being curious, or lacking a human brain, whichever, comes down to play with the hat. And as soon as George puts the hat over his head, the trap is sprung, and the man comes and scoops him up in a burlap sack. Who knew Curious George got his start because the man in the yellow hat poached him? So the man takes George back to his ship, and while smoking a pipe, he says, quote, George, I'm going to take you to a big zoo in a big city. You'll like it there. End quote. He'll like it there? How the hell would he know? He seemed to like it in Africa, right where he was. Well, the man not knowing how to take care of a monkey just lets George free to roam the ship. And within seconds, George is overboard. He starts to drown, but luckily the sailors spot him and shout, Man overboard! and drag him out of the water. The man and George make it to the big city without visible harm. And the story spares us the boring process of bringing a monkey through customs. Anyway... What happens next is probably the best part of the book. The man lets George relax in his home by giving him a nice meal and a pipe to smoke on. 
and you can see George lounging in a chair, just puffing away on a pipe. They did not give a shit back then. I love it. This book was written around World War II. They had bigger problems. Why would they worry about a little pipe when they're worried about what the Nazis might do to them? The next day, George watches the man call the zoo on the phone and decides he's going to try and make a call when the man leaves the room. Is George trying to make a call back to his relatives to let them know where his captors took him? We will never know. But we do know that this man's negligence puts this monkey into some dangerous spots. George accidentally calls the fire department, and they rush there thinking it was an emergency. Though it kind of was. George was abducted. When the fire department gets there, they're pissed to figure out it was a monkey. And the man in the yellow hat is nowhere to be found during this commotion. So the fire department takes George to the local jail like a human being. He's a monkey. Why not an animal shelter? George was not in jail long because a not-so-bright watchman was upset that George was climbing on the window bars and came into the cell only to accidentally knock himself out by falling off the bed. And George is starting to look like a genius because he walks out his cell and escapes scaling the roof and some telephone wires. Shockingly, George is not phased by any of this traumatizing experience. He sees a balloon vendor outside the prison walls, and he decides he's going to steal one when the vendor isn't looking. That's bold, committing a crime right outside the prison. Only, it backfires, and he ends up holding on to all the balloons as they come loose, taking George up into the sky, high above all the buildings. And it's at that time when, as the reader, you're like, I don't know if curiosity killed the cat, but it sure as hell killed George. But nope, George miraculously lands safely, and the man in the yellow hat is there as he lands to settle all the issues George created. It's at this point George thinks of the man in the yellow hat as a friend, and not his captor, which is a shocking revelation. Is this a classic case of Stockholm Syndrome, or is it that this monkey doesn't have the wherewithal to understand the situation. It's probably both. The story comes to a close with George happy up in a tree in the zoo. Could it be that I got this story all wrong, and it was George who was trying to get out of Africa and away from someone or something that was trying to harm him? The story never gives you a backstory on the man in the yellow hat. Who is he? Who does he work for? And what city did he come from? It raises more questions and conspiracy theories. This story is a classic for a reason. While some might look at this story as outdated, I would say they're triggered too easily because the underlying morals still apply to present day in a fun way. The lesson of thinking before you act is a big one because you can get into a lot of trouble if you don't, as you see in this book. What makes this book so brilliant is the mistakes are all being made by a monkey who shouldn't know any better or be in these situations in the first place. So he's never looked at in a negative light like a human would be. While this book is only credited to H.A. Ray, his wife Margaret was a big contributor as well. Their writing, while a little long, was a lot of fun and had a great mix of narration and dialogue. There was plenty of action to keep the reader engaged throughout. The pictures had an ample amount of colors and were pleasing to the eye. They varied in perspective and portrayed much of the commotion well, 
So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 4.8. I'll have the full bird and almost all the trimmings. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.